What determines the confidence in your brand? Yes, the visual identity and what people see. And yes, the experience and interaction people have both online and in the real world. And yes, the social media and traditional media buzz, both positive and negative. But there's another factor, hidden from most marketers, that can have a critical impact. The security of your website. If a hacker gets into the website, or prevents access to it, your brand is tugged into a very difficult place. Trust suffers. Even worse, if data is copied or stolen, your reputation is definitely in crisis. You appear either incompetent or careless or uncaring. And while the media does report data breaches quite frequently, and it might be argued that the company is becoming immune when it happens to a particular person, the sting is real when it happens to you yourself. While most marketers will never deal with web security directly, except in times of crisis, and most IT professionals should know how to address web security, a trust but verify approach is not such a bad idea. So, with apologies to the non-techies, here are the rudiments of web security. The first is physical security. Physical access to the actual server needs to be tightly controlled. The second is the operating system, parts of the computer's operating system, the server's operating system, that are not required should be removed. Non-essential ports or doors should be closed and, direct, uh, and directly um, uh, permission set uh, properly. And the operating system itself needs to be kept updated. The physical firewall, depending on the level of security required, all traffic might be routed through a firewall to restrict all but the required type of internet traffic. The firewall and network infrastructure should also prevent distributed denial of service attacks. The next layer is web server software. The latest version needs to be installed and kept up to date along with all of the subsidiary parts of it. The SSL certificate, instead of serving pages unsecurely, you, you see that HTTP colon slash slash, um, the purchase and installation of a security certificate allows the pages to be encrypted in transit. So they're served as HTTPS slash uh, colon slash slash. And it allows the user to verify that the pages actually came directly from who they said they came from. The next level is separate web server and database server. Instead of having the database housed on the, the same website, which might be hacked, the database that powers the site can be housed in a completely separate machine. Using this architecture also delivers a welcome benefit, faster performance. And next is the database and scripting languages. The database version, like SQL Server or MySQL as examples, and any scripting languages, like PHP as an example, they need to be kept up to date. Next is the content management system software, CMS. The core software, which is you know, WordPress or Sitecore, or there's a whole bunch of uh, other ones, for example, as well as any additional plugins and modules need to be kept up to date too. More importantly, the CMS needs to be hardened to prevent basic attack vectors. Then after that, there's a software firewall. This software monitors and repels hacking and intrusion attempts at the CMS level. This also includes intrusion detection software and periodic audits. And finally, two-factor authentication. Instead of having a user login only 
with their username and password, they also would need to put in a time-based code that would be sent to their phone or would be generated from an app. This prevents people from using stolen or easily guessed passwords. The last level is what we call social engineering. It is too easy for an authorized individual to be conned into providing access to the website. Staff need to be trained on their role, their role in keeping the site secure and the basics of site security. Now, clearly there's a cost to implementing security, but this cost needs to be balanced against the cost of rehabilitating the brand if the site is hacked and the even more significant brand cost if customer data is stolen. The greater the potential cost to the brand, the more of these should be implemented. Here's your challenge. Use the ideas in this podcast as a checklist, and you may need to speak to your web development team. How well did you do? If you have confidence in the technology, the market will have confidence in your brand. And a few more questions for the techs, uh, uh, for your tech team. Is there a robust version control system? Are there two independent backup systems? And how long are the backups kept? And how often are the backups tested? Are there any automated notifications if the site goes down or if it gets hacked? Um, and if it does get hacked, how long will it take to get it back up? And finally, since most tech is now on the cloud, are you sure that the providers that you're using, that you, that you trust, are still the most appropriate for your organization? And here's some questions for the marketers. Do you have an external crisis plan in case of a data breach? Is there a plan B in case e-commerce is not available? And is there an internal communication plan, particularly for the front line, like receptionists and call center, uh, to deal with the issue if it, something happens? I'm Randall Craig. I hope this got you thinking. And if it resonates, let me know why and if I can help. Reach out at www.randallcraig.com.